Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Elizabeth Holmes, The Verdict. So, Ethan, let's start with the counts. Explain which counts Elizabeth Holmes was found guilty of, which counts she was found not guilty, and then those three counts on which the jury could not agree. So the unanimous 12-member jury, I believe it was eight men and four women, convicted Elizabeth Holmes on like you said, four counts out of the 11 that she was charged with. One count of conspiracy for defrauding investors. Three counts of wire fraud for defrauding investors. The three specific wire transfers in question, DeVos Family's investment firm, hedge fund manager Brian Grossman, and uh, law firm partner Daniel Mosley. The jury unanimously cleared meaning not guilty on the charges for defrauding patients with bogus blood technology. They also hung on three additional charges related to investors, Chris Lucas, Brian Tolbert, and Alan Eisenman. What happens to those counts that they could not agree on? Could she be brought up um, on those charges again in the future? She could, if the judge allows it, and if the prosecutors choose to have an entire additional trial. I I find that to be highly unlikely that they will do that, since they got the four convictions. What happens from here in terms of the appeal process on her end? Well, there's any number of things that will be done, but there will be an appeal Um, on the conviction and they will make all kinds of arguments. I don't think they're going to be necessarily successful in this case. I think the judge followed the law pretty closely, but there is definitely going to be an appeal. Um, They could even move for a new whole new trial uh, that the judge would have to approve, which I also don't find likely. It's really up to the appeals courts, but that in, in a criminal trial, the appeal will happen. the sentencing process work and how long does it usually take there is no usual so um it it could be anywhere from 20 minutes to you know six months or a year before she's sentenced and this is going to be one of those cases where her attorneys and the prosecutors are going to make very strong arguments they're going to be fighting tooth and nail is one way of describing it over what should happen with elizabeth holmes now remember For each of these four counts, there is a maximum 20-year sentence. And they could potentially stack, which I somehow doubt will happen in this case. However, when you look back at previous year's federal sentences, um, there's data out there 
for 2020 that showed in this category of crime, not necessarily this this crime with this amount of dollars that are involved, et cetera, but anywhere from eight to 15 months is a normal sentence per count in this category of crime. So there's a lot that could happen there, but the, the both sides will argue, uh, obviously the defense will argue, look, this was the, look, I mean, the jury hung, the jury didn't convict on these. They did convict her on this, but by, she has no criminal record. She's not a flight risk. She has a baby. They're going to make lots of arguments because those are things that are considered by the judge. And of course, the prosecution prosecution is going to argue these were egregious crimes, hundreds of millions of dollars. Unbelievable what she did. She damaged the public trust. This has a long reverberating effect. That's why she should get 20 years per. That's what will be argued. Do you think that the judge will actually give her prison time? Yes. I think it's almost unquestionable that she will get some prison time. Uh, it's Again, this is like reading tea leaves because it's really up to the discretion of the judge. These are sentencing guidelines, and they are supposed to consider many different factors when a judge sentences somebody. Again, it's things like criminal record, age, sophistication, circumstances, you know, again, she was trying to build a company and she was trying to do something and she lied about that Pfizer logo in the process and she made financial projections that were not accurate or based necessarily on fact and didn't communicate that. So, I mean, if I was to take a wild guess, now remember, this is a guess. Nobody can answer this question. Only the judge can after the arguments are made and we'll find out what he Sentences Elizabeth Holmes. I'm going to guess, though, that this on the low end is going to be three to five years for her in prison, uh, followed by probation. Uh, on the high end, I would think it's 10 to 15 years. And of course, remember, with these types of sentences, you can get that reduced for, you know, good behavior and different things in prison. But I think it's anywhere from three to five on the low end to 10 to 15 on the high end. I don't think she's getting anything more than 15 years. But I could, again, it's a guess. I could be totally wrong. But she has no criminal record. She's not a risk. She's young. Uh, she has an opportunity to turn her life around. I think the court will consider that. So I would actually suggest it's more likely that it's the three to five years than it is the 10 to 15. We heard from two of the jurors right away. Sometimes it takes a really long time before we actually get to hear from the jury, and it varies. What determines that? Nothing. It's up to the juror. So at any time, uh, the juror is free to talk about that? The judge doesn't put any sort of... Once their service is over, that's it. The two jurors that did speak out said somewhat conflicting things, but generally they, it seemed to have the same story about what they believed. And what one of the things that stood out that they both said was that they both believed or that the jury generally all believed that Elizabeth Holmes believed that she could make this thing happen, that she could make it work. She believed in her idea and she believed in her technology. 
And yet, they also found her guilty. And they're saying this in the press. So if you're on her team, what do you do with this information? Well, there's not a lot that I can do with that information that does not display juror misconduct. Um, it could potentially be an argument that the jury did not apply the law correctly or that they didn't understand the jury instructions or that. So uh, let me cut to the chase. What that argument is, is that the defense will argue in appeal that there was an error in the jury instruction and it misled the jurors and led to an error in how they uh, came to a conclusion and it was material in whatever the jury instruction argument is going to be that they would make. What does Elizabeth Holmes' verdict mean for Sonny Balwani, whose case is coming up in the next few weeks? Well, that's actually the interesting twist in all of this. First off, Sonny Balwani's case, his uh, excuse me, his trial was just delayed due to COVID in Northern California. I believe it was delayed until mid-February now. And what this means, remember, he was charged with the exact same counts as Elizabeth Holmes. And then they separated the trials so that defendants have that right. Sonny Balwani and Elizabeth Holmes uh, agreed that they were going to have a separate trial instead of a joint trial. It's the exact same charges. So if she wasn't found guilty on the patient's uh, there's almost no way that Sonny Balwani could be, although it is possible uh, that there's some uh, different angle that's going to be brought by the prosecutors. Um, what this really importantly, though, in the Sonny Balwani case is that she was convicted of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Conspiracy means you worked with somebody else and that somebody else in this case is most likely Sonny Balwani. So if she's found guilty of that, that doesn't bode well. And the defense team, lucky for them with COVID of all crazy things right now, gives them an additional essentially month to prepare an alternate defense to find the weaknesses in what the pr prosecution presented against Elizabeth Holmes and use new information and a new defense strategy to parry what the prosecution did that was successful against Elizabeth Holmes. Do you think Elizabeth Holmes will work with prosecutors uh, in Sonny's case, maybe to help her sentencing? No. Become reduced? No, I don't, I don't think she cooperates at all. If I'm her defense counsel, I would argue the same and that she is not going to be able to cooperate unless for some reason the prosecution between now and Sonny Balwani's trial says, we will ask for a minimum sentence for your cooperation, which I absolutely doubt they would do. I don't know why they would do that. But if they did, that would be about the only way that Elizabeth Holmes would become a cooperating witness with the prosecution. How would you sentence her if you were the judge? <laughs> wow. Uh... I am not a judge, so it's really hard for me to say. But I, look, I would want to hear the arguments. I think it's really important. And I think, you know, for whatever disagreements I may have with judges in cases when I they rule against my client, um, I think judges do a fairly good job when it comes to sentencing, that they listen and they contemplate. And I think that's the most important thing when it comes to sentencing 
is that the judge listened to what the prosecution states and argues, listens and considers what the defense argues regarding sentencing, and then weighs that against what actually transpired here. So really what we're finding is that that there's a conviction that the DeVos family fund was out some money due to Elizabeth Holmes misleading them and two other investors, and that there was this conspiracy to defraud them. My problem with this is those are three individuals, they're professional investors. Um, To me, that's far less egregious than if she had taken hundreds of millions of dollars from the public through lies and deceit of material fact, as was uh, she was convicted of here. So in my mind, this is actually a far lesser crime and should be thought of that way. When super wealthy people are able to convince prosecutors to go after somebody like Elizabeth Holmes, that should have less weight than when she steals from or misleads from or commits what is she was convicted of here, wire fraud against regular investors. I really think those should be different things. And they should be weighed differently. And our law is not written that way, but a judge can consider it that way. So if I'm the judge in this case, first off, again, I would listen to the arguments from both sides. And then I would look at what she was convicted of and her age and everything else. I would probably sentence her three to five years in prison with some number of years of parole after that. And I would restrict her from participating as uh, an executive in uh, any kind of a, you know an investment scheme for at least 10 years post her uh, time is completed. So that's how I would look at it. In general, will she be allowed to do book deals, movies, things like that? No, there's a, a rule against profiting from what you were convicted of. So she can write other books, what she, and she can even write a, a, a form of a life story like a at memoir. some point. But that's going to be after every her sentence has been fully served before she can profit from that. You're not allowed to profit from that while you're under sentence. So that would include parole. Can she work on it? Of course. I mean, she you can, can work negotiate. On it. And, and then the minute everything's done, I mean, look at Michael Cohen. That's exactly what he did. The mi- he worked on it while he was imprisoned. But she then, can work on deals with people. She can talk to people and create. She can't receive a penny though cannot receive any money from it until everything is complete. So she can work on stuff. She can't receive a penny. If she gets time in prison, where will she go? That is something that's oft negotiated, but I find to be really unacceptable about our our justice system is we have something called uh, that is colloquially called uh, club fed. And these are special prisons where you can pay money and have essentially a fairly easy prison experience. And it's for those who have the means to pay for it. And I'm going to quote, Uh, Larry Levine, director and founder of the Wall Street Prison Consultants in a Washington Post article. And he says, quote, it's kind of like a junior college setting. I don't want to call it a stress-free environment, 
but it's a lot of hanging out with other inmates, you know, just bull bleeping. It's easy time, not hard time. And it is something that happens, again, if you're a person of means, you can get that. And it's safe. It's a safe environment. It's Yeah, because it's only going to be other... It's not for violent criminals are not allowed to enter into this program. And it's going to be other kind of wealthy individuals who are just trying to take it easy, like yourself in this case, if you're Elizabeth Holmes. I just, I, I, I got to say this again. I find it reprehensible that we have that. If regular prison isn't good enough for somebody else who is not of means, who was convicted of wire fraud, then fix that. Don't, there should absolutely not be a two-tier system where just because you're wealthy, you get to have an easy prison experience. And that person over there has to suffer and it's painful and it's horrible and it's unpleasant and it's dangerous. I, I just find it so unacceptable that we have this setup. And I sincerely hope that we change it at some time in the near future. Thank you for listening to Law Junkie Show. Please subscribe to Law Junkie Show on Apple Podcasts and on YouTube. Follow us on social media. Visit us at lawjunkieshow.com. Send us a message there on the contact form or send us a message at info at lawjunkieshow.com. Disclaimer, Law Junkie Show, including its guests and hosts, are not giving out legal advice, but discussing general legal issues. Law Junkie Show does not guarantee that the legal issues discussed are fully accurate, and it's not specific to whatever legal issues you may be experiencing. None of this advice is to be acted upon in your situation. Please seek legal advice from a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction for your individual legal matter.